Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. I am Mr. Warren Hayes. I am here on the Mr. Warren Hayes Show to talk about professional wrestling right here every Thursday. And tonight is a Thursday. It just so happens it is uh, uh, April 30th, 2020. It is the last day of of April. Tomorrow, officially, we are heading into the month of May. Doesn't that just, like, wow. That's crazy how time works. I, I'm still, uh, woo! Let's give it up for May! Mm -mm. Let's give it up for May, everyone. Press M in the chat for you're showing your support for the month of May, and I'm saying everyone in the chat because, yes, the Mr. Warren Hayes show is recorded live every Thursday. And I, lo I love you guys. Every Thursday evening, Mr. Warren Hayes show is recorded live at 9 p.m. Eastern if you ever want to check that out because I have a full house of people here. I have a full, a, a ginormous group of Top class number one people, such as Tim Traver, who's here. Throwback as well. How you doing, Throwback? Good to see you guys here. We've got Kelly Tornejes. I'm sorry, I butchered that. But Kelly, I'm glad to see you nonetheless. Robert, Larry, there's an easy name that I don't have to butcher. Or that if I did butcher, you could all shame me to hell. Uh, who else have we got here this evening? We've got uh, Patrick Mason is here. How you doing, Pat? DGMC is here as well. Uh, we've got Droz who is here as well. Or Drohe? Droz 2020. I don't know. I trying ben is in the house as well alonzo smith how you doing jonathan reyes oh man look at all these fantastic people who have joined us scott frame is here carlos jk schwall zero three look at that look at that look at all these fantastic people iron jay's fan just made it as well there's a js brown just popped in my goodness i mean my mind is spinning right now. There's so many people. And if you're if you want to have um, a spinning mind, mind just like mine, do consider coming over one of these one of these upcoming Thursdays and join us live. It's always a fun time. It's a good chat, good people, good fun, good folks. Uh good, just lots of good. But hey, if you're listening to this right now, whether it is live or on your own, uh, on your own or with someone or on your own time, why don't you consider giving the video a thumbs up on YouTube? That stuff helps out a lot. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast application, because the Mr. Warren Hayes show is available in podcast format as well, do consider giving it a like, a review, a, a good review, a subscription, a follow, whatever it is you do to show some love over on that platform. That also helps as well. And if you're listening to this on the Smart to Death Radio Podcasting Network, well, that's even just as swell. And make sure you listen to the other fine creators. Smart to Death, No Particular Angle, Queen's Court, Badlands, Why We Watch, whole bunch of people on this wonderful Smart to Death Network that you can find on your favorite podcast platform uh, application as well. So be sure to check those out. That's fantastic. Um, remember, folks. Oh, here's something. Here's something. Maybe you saw it on Twitter. Maybe you didn't see it happen. If you're listening live right now, you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. Because as you know, I have a Patreon. And at the end of the Mr. Warren Hayes show, I always head on over to Patreon to do my my own little uh, post show, uh, a post stream called Warren is Off the Clock, where I sit around with a few members of the chat and we continue talking about wrestling. 
Typically, for patrons only, it's exclusive, but tonight, free preview of that will be available to everyone if you want to talk more wrestling with myself and uh, and uh, other members who are on the Patreon. And if you just, just for fun, just for to try it out, well, just head on over to patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes tonight. And tonight's episode will be made available free as a free preview for uh, for the Mr. Warren Hayes Patreon. Like I said, it's April 30th. It's a great time to jump into the Patreon because you're going to get uh, all the stuff for May. May is starting tomorrow. So it's a good time to, to sort of sit around and like, maybe, maybe, is this a good time? Yes, it is the perfect time to jump in. That is absolutely, that it is absolutely the best time to do it. Um, hello, Thomas. How you doing? Thanks for popping in. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so, so that'll be cool. So that'll be immediately after we're done here, open for everyone, free preview, come check it out. There's also another way that you can support the Marist of War and Hey Show. It's brand new. It's new stuff. It's completely new out of the blue. You can join the Mr. Warren Hayes, uh, YouTube channel as a member. You can become a member of the channel. And if you become a member of the channel, you get access to exclusive emojis isn't that great you get your own little emojis for uh, warm soda cool beans and hot trash that you can use at any given moment plus you even get an emo a a a a a a um a, you even get uh to to uh to, to have an emoji of my face and you see Kristen, Kristen, she just joined the she just joined the 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 membership right here she she'll even get a nice little icon with showing her a membership badge so go check that out. Like you, you, you can check that out right on the member page, uh, on the channel page. Excuse me. There's a little button called Join. Just jump in there. Check that out if you can. Right. These are all ways to show support for the Mr. Warren Hayes show. So I appreciate it if you do. It, it, it's really, really cool. And you guys are all cool regardless. Just for hanging out here tonight. Remember to go to beltabells.com for your women's wrestling coverage. Women's wrestling coverage. I don't know why. For some reason, it sounded off in my head. Uh, at belltobells.com. That's B-E-L-L-T-O-B-E-L-L-E-E-E-S. And on top of that, you can also send us some some super chats. I've already got a couple here this evening that we can that that uh, that, that we can that we can go through. Uh, right here we have uh, 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 Droz2020 who left a super chat and thank you very much. So he says, "Why are you such a winner? Studio tour someday? Am I a winner?" Am I really a winner? I don't know. I, I look, let's say, let's say I, I, I don't fail as much as I used to. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and a studio, maybe, I don't know. There's not much of a studio around here, but hey, Droz, thank you very much for your super chat. Tim Trevor, list of it, left a super chat as well. It says, I got my smacks and pop. Just relaxing now. Sounds like a solid, solid Thursday evening you got going there. And throwback left. Another extremely generous super chat. I am taken aback uh, with a few questions here, uh, and I'm going to get to them throwback because these are all points that I'm going to be covering tonight as part, uh, as part, as you know, of my weekly uh, 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 segment, which I like to call the weekly wrestling inspection. And thank you to Ben for the jaunty tune. And we are going to start talking about some stuff uh, right now. 
if I can get my stuff together here. There we go. All right, let's go right ahead. Let's start talking about some some cool beans to begin with. Um, whoops, there we go. Cool beans again. <laughs> some cool beans this week. Uh, we're go going back to last Friday for SmackDown. Triple H's 25th anniversary celebration. I thought it was a lot better than I expected. Uh, it's really... The, it, was, it was strange. Uh, it, it, it was not strange, but I really thought that it was going to be um, that it was going to be a lot lamer. Um, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was going to be a lot uh, a lot lamer than it was. It turns out it was like on one hand like a bit of a roast, you know, to a certain extent. Uh, and it was basically him and and. Shawn Michaels goofing on each other, which is cool because I really thought it was going to be a lot more heavy-handed than that. But uh, there was there was some good stuff in here. Um, yeah, I, you know I, how uh, HBK basically you know did a couple of jokes where he was referencing some of the uh, uh, some commentary that we get uh, some commentary that we get sometimes. That uh, regarding Triple H, that he wasn't that much of a draw, and he actually made fun of that. Uh, and um, he said, uh, he, he said, uh, you know, in front of the empty arena, he said, "Here, look at that! You're still a draw. You're packing them in." Because that's a criticism that Triple H often got, right? Um, uh, and he, you know, they talk about the, you know the WrestleMania losses, so that was something. Uh, we he got Stephanie McMahon on on. On FaceTime, I thought it was a clever way to get some people involved, you know, using the FaceTime stuff and Stephanie calling in and <laughs> calling <laughs> Shawn Michaels lazy eyed. Uh, Vince's part was a little strange, right? It was it was a little it was a little strange uh, because <laughs> he's not the Mr. McMahon that he used to be, right? And we know this; it's sort of dragged down a little bit. And it, it felt a little confused. And he came in basically to shut everything down. And I don't know if, I don't know if this was, um, I don't know if this was, uh, 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 I, I, sorry about that. I don't know if this was meta or not, but it was interesting that all the, the, the entire segment was pretty fun and was entertaining. I was having a good time. Then Vince comes out, starts saying that, you know, no, this sucks. Everything you do, Triple H, kind of sucks. This wasn't good. Just like, you know, the Katie Vick stuff and all that. This sucked and then basically shuts everything down. So was it a little more, was it a little more, um, was it a little more, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Meta. There we go. Was it a little more meta? Were we maybe, uh, was this maybe like commentary where, Things in WWE can get creative right up until Vince gets involved. I don't know how. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. It could be. I watch a lot of wrestling, so I have a tendency to look for meaning where there ne not necessarily is any. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a successful, successful segment. Good on them. Uh, let's uh, let's go for some uh, some warm soda here. For the uh, for uh, Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans, who are going to be advancing to the. Uh, uh, to the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match. Evans going forward makes sense to me. Um, 
I, I mean, she, she, it makes sense that they continue to try and 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 make something out of her, out of her character, her, her as a wrestler, so that they don't completely cool her off. I thought she, since WrestleMania, she's had some really good performances. The time that she had in the ring uh, during the Fatal Five Way with Bailey at the end was really strong. Was probably some of her best work that she's done since being oh, probably since being in WWE. It was good stuff. I thought her her uh, her, her interference was okay. Like, I think it was pretty good. Like, I, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Corbin goes forward, and I mean, look, no, we only had baby faces set up, right? There were only baby faces who were there um, confirmed into the match, so we needed to get some heels. And when you're on a brand, SmackDown, that doesn't have any real heels, <laughs> yes, you heard me, well, you got to go with Baron Corbin, right? Um, so that's what so that's where we're going. So it's a bit of a mixed bag because I understand where they're going with it, but then again, I don't think it's the strongest. Uh, it's not the strongest people who are heading over there. Um, but... Um, the thing is that Corbin had a good qualifying match. Again, he, he can wrestle. He can. He had a good match with Drew Gulak. That's the thing is that the, when they let Baron Corbin do what he has to do, he's he's good at what he does. I still don't know what they're doing with Drew Gulak though. But but you know that's a story for another time. But as it stands, Baron Corbin makes makes sense booking wise. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And to me, right now, as far as the women go, there's really two outcomes. There's really, really two outcomes to to the to the women's Money in the Bank match. It's either Sasha Banks who wins. I don't even think Shayna Baszler needs to win because Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch have a personal thing going, and it, they don't need the Money in the Bank for that. Sasha wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, and it just creates this incredible <coughs> tension that can allow Bailey and Sasha to be so disingenuous with each other for months. And Sasha always having this hang overhead and saying, Oh, you know, maybe I'm not gonna, you know, I'm going to support you. And you know, if, if you ever lose the title, I'll cash in to regain the title for us, you know, kind of thing. But just being as disingenuous, stretch this out for months. Like if they're not going to give us, if they didn't give us, Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania. Well, then give this one some time then. Use the Money in the Bank briefcase to give it a little more gas. I think that would be great. Or the other outcome, because I said there were two possible outcomes in my hand, in my head. The second outcome is Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke coming out, underdog, complete underdog, out of nowhere, wins the briefcase. My God, if they want to create a new star, someone that'll get the... the prop them up, get them over quick. Nothing like creating a baby face out of nowhere, underdog. Everyone will get behind Dana. It'll be an instant win for everyone. I think it is a good decision. To me right now, those are the only two outcomes for this match. I want to say hello to my boy, Wild Boy. How you doing? And Daniel Price, who's here as well. Gentlemen, thank you for coming. <laughs> Next. Let's go back. Let's go back to some cool beans. Are you ready for this? 
You guys know what the coolest beans are. Last Friday, or this, this from this Monday, I should say, on Raw, what is... Mr. Fretz, how you doing, by the way? Welcome. What is the number one Cool Beans segment from Monday Night Raw? Kristen Ashley's got it in the chat. It is former WWE champion, the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. He made his comeback. He is back with us. By God, this is a man who's been, who he was WWE champion for seven months. The belt, the belt with the legacy, not that universal title toy they've got on that other brand. No, 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 no. This is the legacy belt. He defeated Randy Orton clean three times. Sure, there was that Punjabi prison match, but that's not Jinder's fault. Shinsuke Nakamura fell to the grandeur of the man who was going to lead WWE into India. Um, he almost lost 80% of his matches in 2018. But that's okay because he's back now. He, they reduced him to a, to a jobber, but not no more. No, no, no. He comes out and they start putting him over as a former WWE champion. Former U.S. champion. They're positioning him as a powerhouse. He's back on the main main uh, on the main roster on the main circle of guys at the top. Why? Because they want him to fight Jin, uh, Drew. They want him to fight with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there I mean it makes sense to do it and don't get me wrong I'm putting up cool beans right here right what am I, what am I trying to do all right whatever I'm putting cool beans here but I'm more or less excited to be perfectly honest I'm just I'm happy that anyone anyone who uh anyone who uh who comes back right anyone who comes back from a long injury and is able to wrestle good. That, that's fantastic. I'm not a big fan of Jinder Mahal. I'm glad that he's back. And I'm glad they're I'm glad they're gonna give us more nonsense for with him because I don't think he's a good I don't think he's a good worker. I think he's um you know his uh, his title reign was arguably one of the worst decisions WWE has made in a while. The Indian expansion never happened. That was clearly one of the reasons they were trying to do it. It just doesn't work. But in this position here, in this situation here, he has the history with Drew. So there's something that can happen there. You know, look, the point is, <laughs> the point is my boy, uh, Jinder Mahal, is uh, he's, um, he's, he, for me, he's on the same type of group of people like, Steve McMichael and Yoshihashi that I just I just enjoy ragging on. So if anything, the cool beans is to give me reason to just uh, you know have a little fun at his expense over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> let's let let's put it that way. Uh, some hot trash, why don't you? There's been a, there's been a lot of the other stuff. No hot trash late li yet. Uh, the non the 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 advertised match that doesn't happen. 
I don't like them. I always call them out whenever it's whenever I can, whenever it makes sense. We were supposed to have a triple threat match between Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Asuka, and it just didn't happen. And not only didn't happen, it didn't happen in the weirdest way possible. Hawkeye, how you doing? Welcome to the chat. It just happened in the weirdest, weirdest way possible. I don't know. It was supposed to be a match. Everyone was there to fight, and then ladders happened. Nia happened. It, it stank. And any you don't do that. You don't advertise and pull a match. That's I hate that. I absolutely despise it. It is old school Carney 1996 WCW booking, and I loathe it. So thank you, but no thank you. Some more cool beans, why don't you? Apollo Cruz versus Andrade Cien Almas was real good stuff. That was a good match. And I'm not necessarily, and I'm not talking about the tag team match. I'm talking about the U.S. title match that they, that they fought for uh, a little later on in the evening. Both guys pulling double duty. It was real, real good. I would even go as, to, as far as argue. I would even go as far as to argue that this was probably, probably uh, Cruz's best match in WWE. I'd go as far as Ooh, to say that. Yeah. I liked it better than his match with uh, with uh, Alistair Black. Rob Wilkins leaves a super chat. <laughs> How you doing, Robin? He says, AWA Super Clash 3, hashtag never forget. My God, that was so, oh, that's a bad one. That is a bad one. Um. So, uh, so basically, you know, th this match started off slow. They were building to someone. Alma starts working uh, Apollo Cruz's knee, and that was the story of the match. Of course, it would factor directly into the outcome. I loved Apollo. Uh, Apollo doing a, a, a gorilla press, uh, picking up. Um, uh, uh, almost into a gorilla press and almost reversing it into a DDT. That was fantastic power moves into near falls. But, uh, but the, the ref had to call a stoppage because he was working the knee too hard. Apollo couldn't, uh, couldn't continue. So the match was ended. Now, if you're a, if you're a member of the Mr. Warren Hayes, Patreon, patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, you probably already heard my thoughts on the Apollo Crews uh situation and i've talked about it on twitter anywhere i get a chance to talk about it i talk about it and why not talk about it right here on my own show uh wwe has has conditioned me to not care about apollo cruz to not get behind apollo cruz because the minute that they this isn't the first time they ignite a push for him and then scale it back pull it back reduce him back to nothing uh, and either job him out or just take him off tv so I get it that a lot of people are like, oh, Apollo Crews is finally getting a push. I've seen this before. I've seen it multiple times since he's been called up from NXT and it never materializes. Why would I get into it now? Every time he changes brands, it seems like this is, he wins a couple of matches. It seems like he's got the wind in his sails, but then something happens and he's relegated to nowhere again. Maybe this is a drawn out uh, uh, angle and I, I honestly hope it is because I I really do believe Apollo Crews has a lot to give. I, I know a lot of people, heard a lot of people saying he's not entertaining. When has he ever gotten a chance to be entertaining? When has he been put in a proper program where he can shine? I, it hasn't happened. 
there hasn't been anything that he could really sink his teeth into outside of four or five minute matches while he was with uh, Titus Worldwide. And that thing, so he sort of waffled between 50-50 booking there as well. Some would even argue 75-25 booking. He, he hasn't had a chance to explode yet. And if this is it, I am all here for it. But as it stands right now, I can't get behind Apollo Crews because creative has taught me, has slapped me on the wrist every time I tried to get behind him. It's like, nope, nope, you're wasting your time here. Hopefully not. Because that promo that he had backstage with Andrade, the slap, you know what I'm talking about when I say the slap, that was a hell of a slap. Um, he showed personality, fire, there was something going on there. This is something that we need to see more out of Apollo Crews. If they give him the spotlight, it will happen one fall podcast how you doing but in the meantime but in the meantime uh i i i hope i can only hope that they're going to do something with apollo cruz but as, as it stands i don't i'm not betting i'm not betting the farm on it i'll tell you that much i'll tell you that much um next we're going to talk about we're going to talk about something that i feel uh that i feel that only goats can enjoy let me show you why. Click a letter and then I'll sing a song that's got the same sort of ring. G. Ghost gobble garbage. Ghost gobble garbage. You can hear it, right? Ghost gobble garbage. Ghost gobble garbage. Everybody, ghost gobble, gobble garbage. garbage. Come on. Ghost gobble garbage. Woo! Ghost gobble garbage. Ghost gobble garbage. Yeah, and do you know why goats, what kind of garbage the goats gobbled on Monday? The contract signing, of course. My God. I'm going to give Drew McIntyre all the credit in the world. The boy came in, sat down, waited for, for pouty Seth Rollins to make it to the ring. And he said, you know what? Screw this. And he signed the paper and was like, sign it, Seth. 20 seconds we could have been out the door, but no. No, if you were playing, if you were playing, uh, 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 if you were playing, Contract signing bingo that night. You would have won instantly. We got the babyface promo. We got the heel promo. We got the babyface counter promo and the heel counter promo. We flipped the table, flipped some chairs, and we got a brawl. It was all there. It was all there. It was, again, a waste of time. That's not cool beans, by the way. That's hot trash, but you guys know. You guys know. We're going to keep the cool beans up there because we're going to talk about um, Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes from AEW last night. Ah, that was a fun one. I liked it. I, I didn't like it as much as their other ma- as the other matches they had together. Their match, I think, was it at, at, at Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen? Too many Fs. Uh, those were all really, really good. Uh, those were good matches. The one that they had in January as well. I think it was in January. 
which was really good. But uh, holy smoke, holy smoke, that was, those were good matches. And last night, last night was good. And, and here's the thing. You put Darby and Cody together in a match and you're like, this is going, this is going to be, this is going to be something special. It's going to be something fun to watch. And that's what we got. And it's good that we're, that we're there at this point, both with Allen and Cody as a, as a rivalry in a sense. Because it, again, it's something that they can go back to whenever they like. Sure, sure. I didn't care much for the finish. I thought the finish was a little, eh, a little too much. You know, people said, eh, Darby, look at me. protected. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it was all that great. I really don't. The... Because Darby's Darby's shoulder was off the was off the apron, and the way Cody was positioned, there was no way that Darby Allen figured that he was he had Cody's shoulders up, and and and, and the referee was counting as uh, Aubrey was counting with one of uh, Darby's shoulders clearly off the mat. Ugh, I didn't care for it; it was a little too wonky. Didn't take away from the match though all that much. I thought it was a good one, nonetheless. We got some super chats. I'll just take a quick second to go at towards Anakin left a uh, left a super chat. Thank you very much, Anakin. Got caught up watching Sean and Quizlemania and forgot you were on. Uh, can you name every WrestleMania, every city WrestleMania has been in? Warren, Sean did, and I'm an I know I could Tampa Bay, New Orleans, uh, New York. No, I can't. I don't know. I don't know that kind of stuff. Only nerds know that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it can lift another, uh, lift another uh, super chat. He says, has there ever been a contract signing you've liked? My favorite was Reigns and Cena because Cena just showed, uh, showed just how good he is on the mic. There, there will always be exceptions to the Ooh, rule. Yeah. I, I just have a problem with, um, with, um, I have a problem with contract signings being used so frequently. Because they've lost, there's no appeal to them, and they all follow a same relatively uh, similar template. You get these special, you get these special moments when you have very special talent who can create something fun to watch. Um, I, I, you know, I think my my one of my favorites will be Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and their contract signing that they had for WrestleMania because. That added to the big to the big fight feel. You know, I this is what I'd like, and I'm going on the record here. This is what I'd like for a contract signing at some point. Because the other thing, here's the other thing that doesn't make sense in a contract signing. If the promotion, the wrestling promotion, is announcing a match where the participants haven't been signed, where the participants haven't been signed, why are they promoting it? They don't have the people's signatures. Why are they saying this is our main event? This is going to be. This is going to take place. If they don't have the signatures, it's irresponsible. <laughs> it's it's not smart. What I would like at some point is, or let's say in this case, they've been announcing it for a couple of weeks now. Drew versus Seth contract, and they've been announcing it for Money in the Bank for a couple of weeks. And this week we're having the contract signing. Drew comes down. Seth comes down. Seth refuses. Seth refu refuses to sign. He says, I want more money. And he walks back or whatever. He makes any kind of, any kind of decisions that this match isn't happening. I mean, 
well, but it's advertised. Well, it's your own damn fault. I don't agree to these terms. Just give me something, something new with these contract signings so that mm, we could taste a little something more, a little something new. I'm, that's what I'd really, really like. Droz left a super chat. Thank you very much, Droz, again. And he says, Droz stands for Derek Rose. Oh, okay. So, okay. So it's not like Drose or something that, I, that I'm overthinking. <laughs> okay. He says, you're so animated. I love it. What's your top three theme songs in WWE and AEW? Lastly, I'm loving your doll collection. Thank you. They're not dolls. They're collectibles. <laughs> that's what every that's what they all say it's like they're not dolls they're action figures they're not uh, toys they're collectibles <laughs> um my top three themes right now i'm uh, joey janella uh cody has a banger of a theme and um uh, the mustache mountain theme from uh, nxt uk i i off the top of my head those are my top three favorite themes and eh, I gotta squeeze in there Shinsuke's remix, the his his heel, the heel version of his uh, of his theme. Next, uh, we're going on Ooh, to yeah. quickly to uh, I gotta mention the inner circle Manitoba melee. That was that was surprising and good. Lou Ferrigno was in there. Kevin Smith even had Ted Irvine. Uh, Chris Jericho's dad in his Rangers jersey doing the thing. Uh, you know what? If you have talent sitting at home and they're not doing anything and they know people they can call and just add in on this because Vicky Guerrero was in there as well and I thought she was real, real good. Uh, why not just do it? Why not do it? Uh, it's such good stuff all the time. It, it, but I'm going to talk about that. I, I was planning on talking about this more uh, for the post show on Morin is off the clock. So if you want to come join me on the post show, the post stream, uh, come and join me there. And we'll talk a little more about the Manitoba Melee. And why isn't WWE doing more of this kind of stuff? I don't I don't understand. Big, big, big cool beans uh, to Kip Sabian and uh, the, the match between Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc versus the best friends. That match ruled. It was wild and crazy, full of toys. I was happy to see Jimmy Havoc in his environment, uh, throwing things around, crashing people onto chairs and ladders and stuff. It felt felt more at home for him. So for that, uh, that made me feel that made me feel happy. Um, I I like Trent Beretta so much. I really, really, really like Trent Beretta a whole lot. He's fantastic. And I really, I, I, I mentioned this last night on the Wednesday Night Wars uh, uh, post show over on Fightful. They, there were plans to split up the best friends in New Japan. Uh, there were teasing quite a bit that Chucky, uh, that uh, Chuck Taylor would be heading over to Bullet Club or at least splitting from Chaos because they were in the Chaos faction. And man, I I want to see a proper Trent Beretta solo uh, solo push at this point in his career because I think he's so well rounded, he's so talented, he gets it. I want to see more of it. Um, I loved. Uh, there's so much stuff I loved in this match. Uh, Jimmy Havoc pulling out a ladder and using it fantastically. I love how he uh, he he um, 
he slammed, I think it was Chucky. Was it Chucky or Chen? I don't quite remember. On the upright chairs, just slammed them there. Kip with a coup de grace right on the up on the upright uh, chairs as well. The soul fool into a, soul food into a snapdragon by the best friends was fantastic as well. Little interaction with Penelope Ford and uh, and Orange Cassidy didn't feel forced, didn't feel tacked on, was good. And then the awful waffle ends the match, and I hope to. Ha- this is one of the reasons why I've never become I'd never become a pro wrestler because I would never ever want to take. An awful waffle. That thing just looks horribly painful. But uh, but yeah, that that match ruled. It was it ruled. It ruled. It ruled. It ruled. And we're gonna finish off with some more cool beans. Just before I say hello to Hellbringer, how you doing? Welcome to the chat. Glad you can catch it live tonight. Um, final cool beans. Candice LeRae's heel persona. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I love the new look. The Poison Pixie. Mm, mm, it's going to take some getting used to. I don't. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue. It feels a little feels a little forced, but OK. But I love I love her new look. I love the hair. That new finisher. Pulling back on the arms and then like stomping on the back of the head. I think, wasn't it Super Dragon who used to do that in Lucha? My God. And it is such a fitting, fitting finisher for Candice LeRae. You know it. I know it. We here at Warren Hayes HQ stand for Candice LeRae. If they let her... If this is if what we saw last night on NXT is a a glimpse of what they're going to let her do as a heel, you guys are in for a treat because this is the Candice LeRae, the brutal, hard hitting Candice LeRae that we knew and loved in the Indies. This is what she's able to do, and more. There's a reason why on the independent circuit there was a thing where it was legitimately a thing. Where can where people would say Candice LeRae is tougher than you because she she's brutal and yeah probably being the smiley blonde peppy girl that kind of that kind of act would have probably that kind of act in WWE doesn't give much room to be vicious and brutal as a heel if they let her uncork let her do let Candice LeRae do Candice LeRae things. My God, if, you have, if you're not familiar with her independent work, you're going to be in for a treat. I am very, very positive about it. Love, uh, love uh, um, uh, how Johnny Gargano is just completely head over heels enamored with her. It's fantastic stuff. I love it. I love it so far. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But as for now, we're going to wrap it up. That was our weekly wrestling inspection. Folks, uh, don't forget if you want to show some support for the Mr. Warren Hayes show, you can send us a super chat throwback. I've seen your I've seen your your super chats. Haven't forgotten them. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to get to them um, in just a few because they're all topics that I'm going to be uh, that I'm going to be talking about. Very, very soon. 
Um, uh, so yeah, so uh, super chats. That's one thing. You can also become a member of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show uh, YouTube channel. Uh, you go to the uh, to youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, the channel page. Right there, there's a button written join, and that'll give you access to custom emojis just for you that you can use right here, just like Chris and Ashley has been doing throughout the evening. So if you want to check that out, it's another great way to support the show. But just, uh, but um, you know, there's one thing that I do want to, uh, that I do want to talk about, uh, and I want to talk about uh, crotch fro. You know what I mean? If you've had crotch fro before, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you have crotch fro right now. And there's nothing great about crotch fro. It's uncomfortable. It's messy. Crotch fro is not appealing. Mm-mm. But maybe, maybe you have crotch fro because you don't know how to get rid of crotch fro. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Manscaped can help. Manscaped promotes Clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls, and it's the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming, so you can get rid of that crotch fro. Manscaped is, has forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. It's not that hard to say, Warren. Precision engineering tools to do away with crotch fro. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. It is a waterproof cordless body trimmer, and it comes with a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine, such as, for instance, the ball toner, or also the ball deodorant to keep everything feeling fresh and clean, as opposed to walking around with some crotch fro. This third generation tr trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free Thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology, and inside the perfect package, you'll find uh, you'll find your, the trimmer. You'll you'll also have the uh, you'll also have the ball toner and deodorant. Uh, so all you need to do to get this is, is subscribe to the perfect package, and you'll get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure. Your trimmer is always ready to take on your crotch fro. And if it's not for you, why not send it as a gift for someone who you know is suffering from crotch fro? If you know someone who is experiencing crotch fro and is, is being held back in life because of crotch fro, might as well help them get rid of their crotch fro. How many times can I say crotch fro in one read? You're about to find out. For a limited time, folks, subscribers... Not get not only one but two free gifts. You get the shed travel bag, which is a lovely, lovely bag to contain all of your manscaping products, and the patented high performance anti chafing manscaped boxer briefs, which are currently in the wash. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. And the Mr. Warren Hayes show wants to help you out because the boys and girls at Manscaped, because there are girls there as well. They gave me a code, a code to help you out, to help you get rid of your crotch fro. You just go to manscaped.com, use the co promo code WARREN, and you, can, you will get 20% off the price plus free shipping to get rid of your crotch fro. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over there, do yourself a favor, and use the right tools to get the job done. Manscaped.com, promo code WARREN, 
20% off, free shipping. My God, it's a great way. And you then you show them that the that the listeners, watchers, enjoyers of the Mr. Warren Hayes show are cool. And that they are not people who endorse Crotchfro. Because it's not a campaign thing you want to go down. You don't want if you're campaigning and you're like, yeah, I'm pro Crotchfro, I'm pro Crotchfro, you lose my vote. And it should you they should lose your vote too. <laughs> Manscaped.com. Promo code Warren. 20% off. Free shipping. Do it. All right, so. We're going to pull this one up here. Give me a second here. Because Throwback's original uh, uh, Super Chat didn't pop up. There we go. It popped up before the show, before we started airing. So with Curtis Axel release uh happening what do you think will happen to bo dallas there hasn't been any word of him being um uh, being released so what do you think they have in mind for him and then it uh, of course it cut off <laughs> it it cut off um so um we're going to talk about the firings here we're going to talk about the 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 newest announced the the newly announced uh, uh wwe wrestlers who have been released um, and we can start by talking about Curtis Axel, Axel for sure. Um, he, his, uh, release was announced today, actually. Uh, he formerly, of course, known as Michael McGillicuddy. I don't know. I don't know why, why they thought that was a good name. I don't know why. I honestly never know, never understood why they didn't lean into the, um, into the, uh, the Kurt Hennig stuff and just completely, uh, completely lean into that. Uh, he's, um, he's the, uh, because he's Mr. Perfect son, uh, Kurt Hennig, uh, and he's been, uh, intercontinental champion. He was a member of the, of the, uh, of the Nexus. He was managed by Paul Heyman as well. He's a two-time tag champion. It's, I don't know what, what didn't end up working in the, in, in the case of Kurt, Curtis Axel. It's very strange. And, uh, as, um, as throwback was mentioning, in his super chat, uh, he was partnered up with Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas is, I guess, one of these names at this point where we're sort of all wondering, well, when's his time coming up? His time should be running, running, uh, uh, running up very soon as well. So I'm sort of sitting there wondering, well, what would be his next move or even Bo Dallas? Here's the thing. One thing we do know is that WWE has not announced um WWE has not announced all of uh hasn't announced all of the um all of the firings just yet. Um they have uh I I think I think that they wanted to do uh, they wanted to release uh, the initial group straight off the bat, which I uh, definitely something that they wanted uh, that they wanted to get uh the, the the 15 or so that they uh that they released, I think they wanted to uh uh, to to start everything off but then maybe once they saw how people were responding they decided to uh maybe wait before announcing anymore so there are people who have been released that haven't been announced yet i wouldn't be surprised to see uh to see bo dallas 
uh, in that group as well. And as Throwback notes in another Super Chat, again, thank you very much, Throwback. Uh, very, very, very generous this evening. Uh, he um, he says, that, uh, Throwback notes, it's interesting that there are only three members of Nexus still employed by WWE. Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, and I think David Atunga. It's funny to see how they made the Nexus uh, and out of all of them, only three are left. That is, it, it is true. Uh, you know, David Atunga, I don't think he, like he's, he's not part of the re the roster, but he still has like, I he has a part-time gig where he shows up at pre-shows, right? And that blows my mind. It blows my mind because David Atunga is so dull and vanilla <laughs> and out of, uh, you've got, you had people in there, Damien Sandow. I mean, you're, you're starting off a promotion and you have to pick between Damien Sandow and uh, David Atunga. Who are you going to, of course you're going to start with Sandow. My God. But yeah, technically speaking now, from, from the Nexus, it's pretty much Bray and, uh, Bray and Daniel Bryan are the survivors. It's odd to say when you put it that way, but yeah, it is. It, that that's exactly what it is. Um, another release that was announced was uh, Gerald Briscoe. You know, Briscoe. Well, he's been furloughed. They said, and he's been on Twitter. Uh, he's been a little more active than usual, and he's been talking about options, keep an open mind, options, options. You know, so he can. I mean, here's a guy. He's he's been wrestling since 1969 with his brother, right? And then he he founded uh, or co-founded Georgia Championship Wrestling, sold it to Vince in 19, 1984, and he's been working for WWE ever since then. Uh, and he's been, of course, there as a promoter, but as a talent scout as well. <laughs> yes, 19. I'm sorry, 1969. Yes, nice. I swear, we got a bunch of 12-year-olds here. But uh, Bris Briscoe, to, it's a little surprising to me because this guy is loyal to a fault to WWE. Uh, and he's been he's been a company guy through and through. And he's seen everything from top to bottom. I'm kind of surprised. Maybe at, a, at the same time, we don't know the terms of this. It might not be a negative. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I need to transition to something else. He's getting up there in age. Maybe he just can't. There's some things he just can't handle anymore. And maybe he just saw a way to take a break. I mean, it is a furlough, right? So we don't know exactly what all this will entail for the future. But I mean, when you think that this is a guy who, who is credited for scouting out Brock Lesnar and bringing him into WWE, also a guy who scouted out Hulk Hogan, He's credited to have groomed Hogan for uh, for the top spot. He brought in guys like Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler. He's also he's also one of the guys who knew about the uh, screw job, the Montreal screw job ahead of time. D just between you and I, don't spread that rumor around. <laughs> but he is. It, I mean, it's a little surprising. And I think, you know, he's, he, I, I think he's playing the game. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I see him being rehired once all of this has passed in some capacity. 
thank you, Alonzo, for pointing out in the chat that he's 73 years old right now. I mean, you're, he's up there. You know, not everyone can live on the Vince McMahon schedule, even though Vince is up there as well. Vince is... Vince is Vince, right? Not everyone can live on his... Uh, on his... Uh, uh, um, on his schedule, so... I'm pretty sure that he's not done with the company. But if he ain't, if he's not done with the company, uh, that'll be something. That'll be something. Because to me, Gerald Briscoe has so much experience and so much like flair for for talent that he ends up anywhere, he'd be a huge, huge get for anyone else. And it kind of meets, you know... It kind of meets the same thoughts that I had when Dave Finley was uh, was furloughed as well, because uh, Finley had has that same. He's a great match producer. He's been credited a lot for what he did with the uh, with the women, with the women in in in, in WWE, Ooh, the women's yeah. division. So there's a lot to be said there as well. Thank you again, throwback. Another very generous super chat. Thank you. It's a, there you go. Finley and Briscoe are the major names that I, that can make a major impact fast. He was the one that uh, brought uh, angles leaner, etc. Finley w- was the start of the women's division. If they go other places, it will make an impact. AEW, and that's the thing right now. It it it'd make a lot of sense. We've talked about this before. It would make a lot of sense for AEW if they wanted to get some solid, uh, some solid production value behind. Uh, women's matches, you get a guy like Dave Finley, that'd be fantastic. Will they go to AEW or will they just go back to WWE? We'll only, I mean, we, we all have to see how this, how this, uh, how the pandemic ends, how it wraps up eventually, how we, how the new normal will establish itself. Because right now there's no one, I don't see anyone spending money hiring anyone right now. That's the wild thing about it all. I just don't see it. Just like that, those rumors that Fox or ESPN are on the verge of buying WWE. I don't see anyone making major, major corporate acquisitions like that in this climate right now. Everyone's losing money. Everyone is losing money and needs to hang on to everything to stay afloat. Why would they go out and start? Why would why why would anyone acquire WWE right now? It doesn't make sense. So I don't see I don't see any hires really happening. Excuse me. Not until the uh, not until the uh, um, not until the pandemic is over. Kane Velasquez as well was released from his uh, from his contract. Um, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, you know, Kane, as it stands right now, Kane will always be remembered as the guy who uh, started the domino effect into the position for the uh, into the uh, the position where we're at regarding the WWE Championship and Universal Championship, because it is because of Kane Velasquez that Kofi dropped the title, that we that Bray was put in the title position. Um, these are these are all domino effects that led us that led to Goldberg. Being included in the universal title picture. It's all, uh, that's all it is. That's all it is. It's all on, it's, it's all on him. Um, and you know, people are like, you know, oh, we didn't get to see him do anything, which is true. 
which is true. And, you know, I rewatched the AAA uh, spot that he did that one time where he did some uh, Lucha arm drags and were very, very good, but was also clearly very choreographed. It's not that he doesn't have talent, not that I don't think he could do it, but there's there's something there. I just, there's something there, but we're not there yet. There is a lot of work to be done. So if he wants to go out there, get some experience, build a wrestling portfolio, I'll be okay with that. But we'll see what happens. That said, everyone, everyone seemed to like him backstage. Apparently he'd go to the PC and be a very cool guy, uh, great guy to train with. We'll see. And on one final note on the uh, uh, regarding the the releases, uh, Cody Rhodes gave an interview this week, and uh, and he was flat out asked, you know, well, you know, you're 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 friends with a lot of guys uh, that have been recently released from uh, WWE, and he was specifically asked, you know, would you hire a guy like Zack Ryder in AEW? And I want to read what Cody had to say about this. He said, and these are quotes. It was, it was during a, a, a Q&A on Instagram, by the way. It says, Zack Ryder is the best. He's got over 2 million followers on Twitter and over a million followers on Instagram. Very broad influence. Incredibly famous. More famous than many guys out there. But that doesn't always translate. The biggest hurdle he'll face is his friendship with me. He's one of my only really close friends in wrestling. Maybe my only friend in wrestling. <laughs> Suck it, young bucks. I have my brother in AEW. I have my beautiful wife and they do all the work. This can't be all friends wrestling. You have to handle it the best way. If you put on the nightmare family jacket, you've got a massive bullseye on your back just in the locker room alone. It's a total heat seeker. Maybe putting yourself a little over there, Cody, but hey, he continues. But I'm looking forward to what he does next. He'll turn a lot of heads. I think and hope our paths will cross down the road. He's just entering Wrestler Prime. Men's Wrestler Prime is 35 to 40. Valid. And, you know, we've talked about this before. You don't want AEW to become the um, the dumping ground for WWE castoffs, which was the impression that uh, TNA for a while was becoming. Uh, where the, you know, where... Uh, that's it. Where WWE guys who were, who were being cast away would just end up so that's that's a look you don't want so it's fair and um uh and uh um cody during the instagram uh q a as well um was asked about another release talent uh, uh essentially heath slater and cody gave a firm no when asked if Heath would be joining aew so there you go I'd say it's an interesting time. A lot of people out there. I still think it's shitty that they're that they're uh, releasing people and they are unable to find work. I think that sucks. It sucks. Okay, because that's the main thing with the with the talent hoarding. And I want to make sure that the point is clear. They were hoarding talent, talent that they could have released at any given time, but they they. For very, very corporate reasons, they're releasing them right now and into a position where they cannot go back to work. They can't just flip a switch or make some calls, I should say, and get some get themselves some indie bookings. There is no work for the released wrestlers right now, and that sucks. 
And that's what makes the whole talent hoarding thing even more egregious. So those are the, the, the recent firings. I'm pretty sure we're going to see a couple more moving forward. We're not at the end of it. We're not at the end here. We're definitely not at the end of the... We're definitely not at the end. I'm sure we're going to see a few more. Let's... Uh, to wrap this up this week, let's talk about the Wednesday Night Wars next week. We're going to have live TV uh, from, uh, from both... Um, from both uh, 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 NXT and AEW. And they've stacked some shows. We've got some shows stacked. Let's start with Dynamite. This is what we have for Dynamite confirmed so far. And my and is it by the way, isn't it grand to live in a situation where you're going where you have two wrestling companies who are courting you to the point that they are announcing matches ahead of time so that you will tune in next week. And Chad, I want you guys to chime in. I want you to tell me what you're excited about next week because I feel there's a lot to get excited about next week. AEW, we've got John Moxley who's going to be fighting Frankie Kazarian. Pretty sure it's not going to be a title uh, a title match, but this should be fun. This should be a lot of fun. We've got uh, Matt Hardy do, having his AEW in-ring debut in a tag team match with Kenny Omega versus Le Sex Gods. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. We have Cody versus Joey Janela. And MJF is supposed to show up. The poor, poor, injured, broken MJF. Salt of the Earth is going to show up next week. Uh, this is good stuff. I mean, this... We've got we've got some great great matches set up here, and you know what they have to start doing good and proper right now is they have to start setting up double or nothing. Double or nothing is what May twenty third, I think. It's not that far off. They have to start building matches for this. We're already going to have Lance Archer versus Cody for the uh, for the TNT Championship. Um, so that's one thing to look forward to look forward to, but the rest of the card is wide open right now. May 23rd. Thank you. <coughs> thank you. One fall podcast. The, that's the thing. That's what's, that's, what's crazy is that we have all these people. Uh, we have, we have this great pay-per-view coming up and, and an important one, in my opinion, in the, uh, in the AEW, uh, uh, uh mythos because AEW was a turning point for the creation of AEW it was the first pay-per-view being held after the the announcement of the creation of the company right so they they've got some building to do there so that that that's going to be good so we've got some good matches to look forward to looking forward to Matt Hardy versus uh, Matt Hardy doing his debut I'm curious to see how that's going to go um I'm not sleeping on Cody versus Janela even though the outcome is probably very predictable I like Joey Janela. I think he's got a lot of upside and he's just going to grow. If we look at what's going to happen over on NXT now, NXT literally is a mini takeover. We've got Charlotte versus Io Shirai for the NXT women's title. We have Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT title. We have Johnny Gargano versus Dominic Dijakovic. That's crazy. And then on top of that, Finn Balor is going to return to reveal who attacked him. 
And then Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux are going to be there. Now, we don't know if it's going to be a debut, if they're just going to show up and, and do the yappy yap mic yap yaps. Ooh. That is crazy. That is a stacked show for a Wednesday night. It's almost as if someone at WWE said, hey, you know what I heard? I heard AEW's coming back to live programming next week. Maybe we should do something. Yikes! A lot of legitimate marquee matches. All three of them. This is going to be good, good, good stuff. Then there's going to be the Cruiserweight uh, Cruiserweight uh, Classic, or not Classic, but Tournament, Interim Championship Tournament that's going to continue. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I, I don't like to call things ahead of time, but um, you kind of feel like NXT has... Uh, uh, NXT has the... Uh, has a bit of a has a bit of an advantage here as far as hype goes. This is a tight card. Great stuff to look forward to. And the thing is, is this is what's crazy. It's not as if what AEW is offering, it's not as if what AEW's it's not as if AEW's offering is crap. This is good stuff. You got top guys who are going to be there as well. But my god. It's hard to argue the 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 I mean just Charlotte versus Io Shirai is a match that hundreds of people have been begging for have been excited for hell Shirai said herself coming into WWE that was the match she wanted she wanted to fight Charlotte and we're getting it there's a lot of good stuff that's going to happen next week and we're we're going to be we're going to be blessed again with fantastic stuff. I'm going to tell you the one thing that I'm very very curious about to see what they're going to do here is on uh on Dynamite is how they start setting up the women's title match uh for um for double or nothing. If there is a women's title match because I really really hope I really really hope that they go with uh, Hikaru Shida because that's what makes the most sense but Shida has to win she absolutely has to win at uh, at uh, double or nothing so that means we have to get Nyla Rose back into squash and jabroni mode we'll see what happens but this is going to be a good 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 show I see people in the chat talking about top guys. Yeah, maybe the revival or the revolt. I mean, they were they were clearly referenced on BTE this week. So we'll see what happens next week on the next episode of Being the Elite. We'll see if that leads into something. But uh, honestly, quite frankly, if I'm AEW and I'm going live again and I'm back to back with that NXT card, I am pulling the trigger on the return of the revival. I am pulling the trigger on that without any question. Because you, you need something big to counteract that. That that is that's a crazy, that's an insane card that we're getting next week. I'm excited. Hope you guys are excited. Hope you guys had a good time. Because we're we're just about ready to wrap it up here. 
on the Mr. Warren Hayes show, show. I want to thank everyone for joining me this evening. Thank you, everyone, for the super chats. Thank you, everyone, for, for jumping in. And hey, check it out if you want. I'll say it one last time here tonight. Become a member of the Mr. Warren Hayes YouTube channel. Go to the channel page, youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. There's a button that says join right there. Join it and you will get a plethora of brand new exclusive emojis for you to use during the live shows. That's fantastic. I want you to do that because emojis are fun and I made them so that they're even more fun, right? <laughs> oh, thank you everyone for joining me. Oh, and don't forget. Oh, ooh, don't forget. In just a few minutes, I'm going to head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes to start up the post stream. Uh, Warren is off the clock. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk more wrestling. We're, we're definitely, we're, 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 we're going to start talking about, uh, about more, uh, more wrestling such as, uh, I want to talk about the, uh, uh, I, I want to talk about Drew and, and, uh, and Braun as WWE champions right now as their top, as their top guys. I want to talk about the TNT championship finals. I want to talk about the use of technology these days. So come and join me and on the Patreon. It's a free preview for everyone tonight. You don't have to be a member. You can jump in and we chat, we talk. It's a good time. It's, it's very different from what I do here. So come on over. It's it, like I said, free preview, free preview. What, just come over here. And since we're talking about Patreon, I want to thank all of the patrons who support me over there on uh, patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Support the show, such as Tim Traver, Sean Sarah, Scott Frame, Rob Wilkins, Pat McCauley, Nick Wolf, Marcos Munoz, Lucid420, Kristen Ashley, John Washaba, Jamie Small, Jake Schwal, Harmony, Donald Gold, Degeneration MC, Chris Greenlee, Blue Riot, Big Paws on a Pup, Ben Parise, and Andrew Niley. Thank you. Uh, Nali, excuse me. Thank you, everyone, for your support. And if you made it all the way to the end of the video, hey, you know what? If you made it all the way to the end of the video, thank you very much for sticking out the whole way. And if you did, go into the comments and write of the YouTube show right here and write in crotch fro so that, so that we all know that you made it to the very end. Thank you all very much. I'll see you next time.